In 2020, the world was plunged into the global coronavirus pandemic. And in March, the South African government announced a total lockdown for 21 days. Little did we know at the time that it was the start of what was to become one of the strictest lockdowns in the world. For five months, we in South Africa went through intense lockdown measures, with schools being closed, strict curfews and enforced social distancing measures. Masks became a legal requirement, and there was a total ban on cigarette and alcohol sales. Businesses were forced to close, mass unemployment hit, and a panic settled in as people really struggled to feed their families and keep a roof over their heads. During this time, I hosted a weekly lockdown coaching series to support people in any way that I could to manage the spiritual, mental, and emotional strain we were all going through. These episodes are from that time. You're listening to episode one of the Lockdown Coaching series, and today I'm talking about death, and I discuss ways to be prepared for it. Hello, lovelies. I wanted to set this up this week because of obviously everything that's going on and just the level of isolation, of fear, anxiety that everyone is struggling with at the moment. So I just wanted to create a space where we can all connect with each other. Uh, you can send me questions. You can, uh, you know, send me um, any kind of concerns you're going through of, of not knowing how to handle the isolation, not knowing what to do. So I think that, uh, you know, we can allow fear to really become, you know, all-encompassing. We, we can sink into it so fast and so hard that we stop being able to see anything else other than the fear. So we've got to be very careful of allowing a constant state of fear to lower our frequency. Lowering our frequency means that fear becomes the only reality that there is. And, you know, fear is really about the unknown all the time. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know when it's going to happen. Uh, you know, we don't, we don't know what the consequences are going to be. But the thing about uh, a lack of clarity is is that we we can put uh, efforts in place to get as clear as we can and as organized as we can and as structured as we can um, so that uh, a lot of we're prepared uh, a lot of preparation can happen in times like this so i'm going to be talking about a subject today that you know many of you are going to say is either macabre or it's very you know heavy and you know shouldn't we be focusing on lighter stuff during this time well i think you all know me better than that by now um, and that the subject I want to talk about today is death. And are you prepared for it? Because uh, the more prepared you can be, for me, the less fear there is going to be around all of this. So I want you to really think about this virus as not happening to you, but happening for you. That in a way that it's going to get you to really reevaluate some priorities in your life. And I think this forced isolation for all of us is getting us to have to reevaluate, you know, how we spend time with ourselves and with our families. But it is also giving us the huge luxury of time of being able to get all of our affairs in order. So you can't control what is happening right now, guys. You can't control, you know, what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, but you can absolutely control how you are responding to this. So in talking about death today, what I'm mostly talking about is the logistics around death and are you prepared? In other words, let's first talk about a will. You know, guys, 
all of us are going to die at some point. You know, it's it's not just about the corona. And I just see a huge amount of, of people in my practice who are always having to deal with the fallout around a death happening where the will was not done, where the logistics were not organized, where people didn't know what to do or how to do anything relating to the death. And I think that the more we have conversations about this with our families, uh, the clearer everyone can be. So it's putting stuff into place that in case anything happens, God forbid, we're prepared for it. So I know that a lot of people don't actually have wills. You haven't stopped to think about what happens, you know, if something happens to you. Uh, does your family know, you know, where all your things are and, and, and what your wishes are around your property, around your assets, around uh, you know, anything to do with what you want passed on uh, if something does happen to you. So uh, my very dear friend and my lawyer also, Natalie, is doing remote legal work uh, at the moment during this whole crisis. And I'm going to be posting her uh, contact details for her firm and they can do remote advice around will and estate planning. Um, and you will have Zoom meetings with them and they can draw up the documents for you and uh, and get them signed and get them organized. So the thing about a will is really being very clear with your family about what your wishes are. I see too many fights and too much um, really unworkable behavior around uh, families when, when a death happens because nobody was clear about what they wanted, about what they wanted for their passing for their funerals, for their life, uh, you know, uh, assets for their, for everything. So uh, once you've created a will, it's really important to let the people in your life know you have one and to make sure that it is somewhere that people know where to find it if anything happens to you. So facing uh, the reality of putting together a will is something everybody should do. You shouldn't need to wait for a crisis in order to put that stuff into place. So please be clear about having a will. The second thing around preparing for, you know, what some people fear to be the inevitable is around passwords for all of your online stuff. You know, our whole life is online. And if you are not here, how can anyone in your life access your social media, your banking, your anything that you are signed up for or that you registered for or that you log into? Um, people need the passwords to shut that stuff down. So, you know, have conversations with your partners, with people who are close to you, friends and family, you, you know, about about uh, where you can put your passwords, where they're going to be found and, and people can then, you know, handle your online life in a workable way. You know, the thing about our paperwork is it's one of those dreaded things we always just leave and leave and leave. We procrastinate around it so much and we just get these piles of papers in our offices and the filing that doesn't get done properly and, you know, that storeroom where everything piles up. And I want to say to you that, you know, you you should not have to put others in a position of having to manage your admin that you should have done for yourself. So I think anyone who's faced a passing in a family knows that they're left with a huge amount of stuff to have to sort out and to clear out and to handle. And I want you to take a look around your home and around your desk and around your admin in your life. And is it sorted and have you done everything to clear it out as much as possible so that you are living your life in a state of integrity with no more to-do lists and no more, well, when I've got the time, I'll go and I'll handle that stuff. Guys, this is very real, what's going on in the world right now. And, and there's no better time than forced isolation to have to sort your stuff out. So go into all of those boxes and cupboards and drawers that you just keep avoiding day after day and really start taking stuff out, throwing stuff away, 
packing stuff into appropriate files and clearing your life so that it's all impeccable. It should be like that every day of your life. You shouldn't need the threat of an illness or, or, or death to get your life sorted out. But here we are. So this crisis is forcing us to have to face some very real stuff. One of the things that most people fear around death is that they never got the chance to say the stuff that they really needed to say to the important people in their lives. And I don't know why people struggle so much to, to talk about the hard stuff, you know, with the people in their lives or to clear communications that they've been holding on to for years and years and years. So, um, you know, having honest conversations that you've been avoiding with people in your life, this is a good opportunity to do that. And whether you want to phone people, Skype people or send people an email, this is you getting into a state of clarity because you, you, we all have to use this time to really reevaluate, you know, what kind of life we want to have once this crisis passes. And so many people live their lives in a, in a, in a lack of integrity and think that there's time to sort it out. And I think if anything this virus has shown us is that there isn't time. It, it, right now is the only time that there is. So I want you to just think about all the people in your life, any things that you've been carrying uh, uh, for years, uh, communications you haven't been delivering because you didn't think they were important enough or, you know, you didn't think it's worth, you know, dragging up the past or, you know, you didn't think it was necessary. It's necessary. It's really necessary to say all of that stuff. So think about all the honest conversations that you need to have with the people in your life and make a plan to have them. I know I'm speaking mostly to parents here um, who are, of course, extremely you know, worried about what happens to their kids. You know, I was reading this heartbreaking post last night about two doctors who've got two young kids under the age of five, um, and both of them are being called in to, you know, they're calling all medical personnel in to handle this, and they're having to face the very real reality that both of them could get sick with this thing. Um, and... They've got these young children. Um, so a reality is, you know, what is the, the stuff that you would love to leave your kids with? If you knew you weren't going to be here, what, what advice, what letters, what things would you love to leave for your kids? Would you love to leave a, a video? Uh, would you love to write letters around particular topics for particular ages? You know, I know someone who did this and I thought it was a really beautiful idea of writing letters for, for specific ages for her kids um, when she knew at that age what they would be going through and, and what she would what advice advice she would love to impart for that age. So just think about it. It's 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 a it's something you can always keep no matter what happens, but it's something that's there should anything happen to you. So, you know, a letter to your 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 kids on, you know, dating, on how to you know, how to manage money in their lives, on how to have strong self-esteem, on your life story. I mean, do your children really know your life story? Have you told them everything? Maybe this time at home is time for you to really uh, put down your story of your life and the adventures you had and the things that you did and the madness that you've gone through um, and how you, you've you become who you are. Because a lot of us don't tell our kids that stuff. You know, we're terribly, you know, proper and parental when it comes to our children. But I think this gives uh, us a real chance being at home with our kids and being in, an, in, a, in a forced, isolated space to, to really put our life stories down uh, so that our children can read them and the letters to our kids. So I think that's, that's really beautiful. I've done a lot of that for my daughter already, um, not because of corona, um, but 
I just sometimes ideas come up for me um, and I want to share stuff with her that I know she's not really the age that she's ready to hear that stuff. Um, but I'm just I'm putting it down anyway. So letters to important people. So, <clears throat> guys, I think the thing about uh, today's video I want to I want to address is the logistics around handling your fears. Um, I know for myself that if I if I if my logistics aren't handled in my life, I can't focus on the deeper work. And the deeper work is something I'm going to be addressing later on in this week. But what I mean, you know, by the deeper work is the emotional and the mental stuff around anxiety and around stress and around fear. Um, but, you know, we, for me, we always operate at two levels. And the surface level is the logistics stuff around our life. It's the logistics of how we're living our life on a day-to-day -day basis. And the deeper level is, is, is the subconscious or deeper emotional stuff that we deal with. For me, if my logistics are not sorted, I can't focus on the other stuff. So I can't sit here talking to you about how to meditate or how to breathe or how to handle the emotional stuff if there's stuff that you haven't sorted out as far as, um, you know, the logistics of your life. So let's start with that today. Um, it's very important to get your fears out. It's very important to write them down. So get them out of your head and write them down. Write down a list of every single thing that you are fearing right now. All of the concerns that you're having, all of the worries, get them onto paper, list them down. Um, and then I want you to go through each of them and start asking yourself, is there something proactive or logistical I can do to start addressing this fear in my life today? You know, we are all in this together, guys, and we've all got to just support each other through this. But I'm saying, please stop letting fear become the only thought process that is going through your head. There's lots of stuff that you can be doing that's not fear-based. And let's rather focus on all of that. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I'm Leah C4, and you've been listening to the Get Real podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. If you felt inspired by today's episode, then please subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. Thanks for listening. And until we meet again, keep it real. <laughs>